Welcome to Your Bookkeeping Matters. I'm your host, Lisa Turner, a professional bookkeeper, registered bus agent, and your small business cheerleader and mentor. I'm also a wife and mum to two little people. This podcast is for small business owners who want to manage their numbers the right way. It will be short and sweet episodes each week on business and bookkeeping matters in an easy to understand way with real quick tips or changes you can put in place having a huge positive impact at the same time up-leveling yourself so you can be in control and confident that you know your bookkeeping matters. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hey there. I want to talk to you about a really important bookkeeping matter today, one that as a numbers nerd, I really enjoy doing and it is a big part of my role as a BAS agent for our clients and that is preparing, reviewing and lodging your BAS or IAS each month or quarter and some really key areas to look at before you lodge. Now when I say BAS agent, I'm a registered tax practitioner with the ATO. I'm registered and allowed to provide BAS-related services to people for a fee. Now, let me explain the difference to you between BAS and IAS. Firstly, a BAS or business activity statement is a report or statement that gets lodged to the ATO each year, quarter or month, depending on your lodgement cycle. You can opt for annual lodgements instead of quarterly if you voluntarily registered for GST, as in you aren't yet at the threshold of $75,000 in revenue, so you've registered optionally. Your lodgements are required to be quarterly if you were also required to register for GST. And then you get bumped up to monthly lodgements If your GST turnover, your GST applicable sales, is huge, more than $20 million. This BAS, or Business Activity Statement, is for when you're registered for GST, our goods and services tax here in Australia. You have to report to the ATO the GST that you collected on your sales, less any GST credits from GST on expenses that you've paid. Now, remembering that there isn't GST on everything that you pay for, and then you only have to pay the difference. Or you get a refund if you've paid more GST than the amount on your sales. If you want to dive back to episode two, what the heck is GST, for a bit more of an overview on this tax. Now, tied in with reporting those GST amounts, depending on how you report, is your total sales and total expenses. If your GST turnover, sales, is less than $10 million, you can use a simplified version with less information needed to be reported, and that's called Simpler Bass. And if it's more than the $10 million, you use the full reporting method, which is just more detailed. It breaks down your sales and expenses further. On the same BAS report, if you have employees, you report the gross or total wages and also how much tax you deducted from their wages. And this tax you deducted from their wages is added to the total that you have to pay for this particular BAS. So it's combining your GST 
and tax deducted from any employee wages. So it's all on the one form for you. Some individuals and companies also need to report and include instalments, which are prepayments, on income tax. Now that's a tax on profit that you as a sole trader or as a company have made. Generally, once you've lodged a tax return where you got a tax bill, you get put on these instalments by the ATO. So next time you go to do your next tax return, you've prepaid a chunk of it and only have to pay the difference or get a refund if you've overpaid. Now, this tax is completely different to GST and it can be a bit confusing thinking that one cancels out the other, but they don't. They are two different taxes and they're just reported and paid on the same form. GST is a tax for goods and services. Income tax is a tax on the profit made. Now, there are a few other taxes that are reported on this BAS and different ways the GST can be reported. We won't go into that, but to let you know that all combined onto this one BAS form. So some of them are FBT or fringe benefits tax, wet, wine equalisation tax, LCT, luxury car tax, and FTC fuel tax credits. If you don't know what any of those are, you don't need to. That's just to let you know that if they are applicable to you, they're all lodged on this one BAS form. The second form is an IAS, which is an instalment activity statement. There is no GST reported or paid on these ones. You might simply be paying instalments on your individual or company income tax that we just spoke about or the fringe benefits tax or if you have employees and you're reporting and paying the tax you withheld from their wages. These also can either be monthly or quarterly depending on the amounts involved. So that IAS is different from the BAS in the fact that it has no GST that you do on it. Without getting too technical or confusing here, sometimes you can be on a monthly IAS and a quarterly BAS at the same time. And that just means some things you have to report and pay monthly and the rest you pay on your quarterly BAS. Chances are, if you're in that boat, you have a professional on the team to uncomplicate it and take care of it for you. Because your BAS or tax agent is, of course, onto all of this for you and we know what you need to do and when and which form to use. Now, if you weren't trading for a particular month or quarter for any reason, if you normally have to lodge one of these forms, you still have to lodge one just as a nil lodgement. Don't forget to do that. Now, you know the two different forms, the BAS and the IAS. What are some of the key areas you should check before you dive in and lodge those reports to the ATO? And there's a few. We have a whole workflow that we go through doing all our checks and balances before we lodge those numbers. We make sure they're spot on. And I'm just going to go over a few of them here today. But like I said, there's lots of things that we check. The first thing you should do is run a transaction report that shows the GST you applied when you entered the transaction. Now, I'm going to presume you're using accounting software because being registered for GST, you totally should be using software. You don't want to be wasting time taking care of this manually. When going over this listing, there are two things you want to be checking. One, 
Did you code it to the right account or bucket? Maybe you accidentally put stationery in the rent account, for example. So just edit any of those as you go, as you're checking through. Two, did you use the right GST code? Now, depending on your software, they all have different names. For example, Zero has GST on expenses, GST on income, GST free, BAS excluded, whichever ones your software use. For example, if you spot a purchase that is GST free, but you accidentally entered it with GST, edit that one to not have GST on it. And continue on checking everything out because you don't want to pay GST on something that you shouldn't and vice versa. Did you deposit funds into your bank account from yourself as a loan to the business or owner drawings and accidentally put GST on that? We don't want that. Change that to BAS excluded or out of scope or NT, whichever your software uses because we don't want to pay GST on money that we've put in ourselves. Now, as amazing as all the software is with tracking everything and helping us to smoothly lodge the bass, I'm sure you know the saying, garbage in, garbage out. It's only as accurate as what we put in. So next, we check for a lot of different things that need entering manually. Now, a big one that happens a lot, particularly for sole traders, any expenses that you paid for personally. This is something that you didn't pay from your business bank account. You accidentally used a personal bank account or a credit card or even cash. Because if you did, it won't yet be included in your accounting software to include the expense or any GST that might relate to it. You'll need to enter this as a bill or a purchase and then mark it paid to your drawings or loan account. One other vitally important area to check is your bank reconciliation. This is checking, does your physical bank balance equal what your software says? If it doesn't, you've got some things to do before you can lodge. You need to put on your investigator's cap and find what the difference is because if it's out of balance, you haven't included all your income or expenses or you've doubled up on something. Either way, sort this before diving in and lodging. You don't want to overpay GST and you don't want to miss claiming any expenses. We spot check this at the end of every single quarter for our clients because even though the software might have a direct feed of transactions flowing through from the banks, operator error can and will happen. And also the bank can either miss sending through some transactions or double up. Now, all the software providers out there make it super easy to lodge your bass, but please only do it after you've done all the checks and preparation. Yes, there is a lot to remember if you have a few of those taxes and things to check and do, but once you've got your head around them or someone supporting you or you've got a checklist and process in place, the actual lodging really is smooth sailing. Now, what happens though, if you miss that BAS due date, you could cop a hefty late lodgement fine and also late payment penalties. So add that reminder to your calendar and when you lodge, don't forget to process the actual payment as well by the due date. Why does this really matter to you? For so many reasons, you need your transactions to be accurate, to lodge an accurate BAS, and you don't want to be paying any more GST than you have to. And you also don't want to cop any of those fines. 
If you feel like this may be way outside your comfort zone and you would like to get us on the tools looking after it all for you, you can book a free discovery call with me through my website. Or if you're keen to keep on top of this yourself, but would like a few tips and reminders along the way, jump into my free Facebook group, The Numbers Club, or subscribe to my Numbers News For You, where we'll help keep you in the know on all your bookkeeping matters. I hope you got some real insight here to help you and your small business with your bass. I would love it if you could hit subscribe and leave a review to help this podcast reach the ears and books of other small business owners. I will catch you next week with more bookkeeping help that matters. Mm